This is the Voice Podcast Network. Hey everyone, welcome back to episode two of season two of Turf and Burn with your hosts, Caroline and Dylan. We are so excited to be back this week, especially after Dylan and I went to the Washington Nationals game this past Sunday. And of course, of course, the one game that Dylan manages to drag me to. So we went on September 10th, for those of you wondering. The one game Dylan manages to drag me to, it gets rained out. I mean, not really. There was just a rain delay. But it was the top of the fifth inning, and the rain starts pouring. They roll the tarps out. And I was like, Dylan, it's time to go. Otherwise, we're going to be here for like five more hours. And I was like, I'm not about to watch the Nationals get demolished over and over again for the next four innings. Yeah. And in theory, and they did lose. So. They did end up losing, but this was one of the first times in my life that I've left a baseball game early. Probably the earliest I've ever left. <laughs> I have left before when the Mets are losing like 20 to two or when it's raining Don't hard. Said this to me. But no, this was fifth inning. That's early. That, that's really early to leave a baseball game. That's like you didn't make any objections. Well, I was calling the shot. But that's like, say, for example, you go to a football game because I know some people are a little confused by baseball. There's no clock on it, really. Before halftime, you just decided <laughs> it's kind of drizzling. Let's go home. No, it was pouring. Otherwise, they would have done the rain delay. We're undercover. yeah i know but i i was like goodbye but yeah so say for example with two minutes left in the first half in the second second quarter second quarter yeah first half you decided to leave and go home and that's basically what we did but you know the nationals still lost the dodgers lost and they got like one more run after we lost so to be honest i think that was the smart call the final score was seven to three and when we left it was five to two yeah so, like, there was not that much excitement. In our defense, though, out of the four, the three games this weekend against the Dodgers, that was the shortest rain delay of all the three games. The Saturday game was delayed by over four hours. True. The Friday game was delayed, and that was also a 7 o'clock start. So we would have gotten home at, like, 2 in the morning from a Nationals game, which isn't that fun. But, yeah, this game <laughs> did have a rain delay. We didn't stick it out. And no. That was uh, our yeah. first adventure. In the <laughs> but sports. that means that we'll just be back for Capitals hockey. And sure. that I will stick out. And sorry, Dylan, you're not getting relief. Maybe it rains inside. <laughs> inside. Suddenly the barn is leaking onto the... No, but they would play through that. Like, I'm sorry. Baseball players would not. Hockey players would. That was an insult of baseball player. All right. I see how this is going. Next topic. Well, something we wanted to clarify, because Dylan and I were just talking about this prior to recording, was there was actually miscommunication between... Dylan and I last week on our NFL game one previews, because when we were talking, taking a team, I was talking about them winning. Dylan was just talking about taking the team in terms of the betting odds. And if you took a team and they still, what is it? Beat the betting odds, Mm -hmm. even though they lost, that would still be count. That would still be counted as a win. However, I was viewing it because as you guys know, there's a turf and burn rivalry that I have created. (laughs) It's more out of the fact that Dylan has just taken the opposite team Mm -hmm. in literally every sense that it's actually going to be a turf and burn rivalry where 
if I'm right on a win, not a betting odds, that means it's one point for Caroline. <laughs> okay. So I think we need to clarify and we'll use this week's as an example. So week one, we're scrapping out the window. It's not. Yeah. Sorry, that was a warm up. Clearly, yeah. for example, the Bengals know that they needed a little bit of a warm up. There's, mm-hmm. there's a learning curve. Zach Wilson needed a little bit of a warm up too, because he did. We'll he get did. to the, we'll get to that. Side. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, so for example, last week when we saw the first game of what would be this week, Vikings versus Eagles, and we have the Vikings are favored by six points, or sorry, the Vikings are underdogs by six points. I had in my mind that if the Vikings lost by only five points, that was still a Dylan victory. Apparently that's not how we're viewing this. And we're just strictly no. viewing on who is going to win the game, exactly. no matter exactly. no matter what the odds are. So exactly. we'll still provide the odds for you because we know a lot of People out there who are hopefully 21 and older are placing bets on the money line and on the odds differentials. So we'll still slip those in there. But yes, indeed, for our <laughs> sake, apparently, we're just betting on not betting. I can't use the word betting. We are predicting. We are predicting. Who will sneak catch there? We'll be predicting who is winning the game. So let's start off with Captain Kirko and the Minnesota Vikings taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Technically, by the time you're listening to this episode, this game will have been completed. We're currently recording 20 minutes before kickoff. So yeah. Vikings, Eagles quickly so we don't bore people. Well, you know what? The Eagles and Patriots had a had a close game last week. It was 25-20 to the Eagles. And Vikings completely sagged. Like, that was just not what I wanted from a literally bottom of the barrel Bucks team. And somehow the Bucks won 20 to 17. I get it. There's also a close gap there, but I'm hoping the Vikings bounce back. And clearly we are seeing a Kirk Cousins fan emerge out of Caroline right now. <laughs> so you're going Vikings. I'm going Vikings. I was going to go Vikings too. Okay. Well, we can, I don't we like can both be right. All right. Vikings. Cause we don't like Philly on this podcast. Yeah, Officially an anti-Philly podcast here. Chiefs versus Jaguars. I want the Jaguars to win. I really do. But considering the Chiefs loss against the Lions, I'm going to go Chiefs. It's going to be boring. Chiefs as well. There's no chance. <laughs> and yes, this will be posted everywhere if I'm wrong. There's no chance Patrick Mahomes goes 0-2 to start. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But next up, this one gets interesting. It's the Las Vegas Raiders versus the Buffalo Bills. And I think you know who I'm taking. I hope I know who you're taking to make this interesting. The Raiders are underdogs by eight and a half points at this point. I think. I hope you're choosing the Raiders. I am taking the Raiders. I love Derek Carr. He's, oh, not, he's not even. Yeah, I know. But I love Derek Carr. He's no longer a Raider. And I also love Jimmy G. Okay. So, and I also, I think, I don't think Josh Allen is washed. But I think. <laughs> what, what a statement. But I think considering. I think we're seeing a little bit of the Bills' downfall this season. It's tough because it's a little bit overreaction, but I'm a Raiders fan right now in this scenario. So I'm taking them. They lost to Zach Wilson. It can't get worse than that. Can it? Would you say this like the Zach Wilson led Jets are worse than the Raiders? By far. Okay. Yes. So <laughs> I th- the Zach Wilson led Jets are just atrocious. And I know there's Jets and trust. We're gonna get to the Jets. Don't worry about it. We're building anticipation. We are. The Bills the Bills looked really bad this weekend. Yeah, Josh Allen had good. four or three or four interceptions. He said it was because of his haircut. If he says he's also a very superstitious player, like he throws up before every game. So I don't know, maybe his superstition went wrong. Clearly something was going on. He was feeling the voodoo and the haircut. 
but I'm going, I think Jimmy G's haircut is going to blow Josh Allen out of the water and he's going to be blinded and he's just going to keep throwing interception up at interception and it's just not going to go well. I will go with Josh Allen for the pure okay, sake great. of this game is in Buffalo. People from <laughs> Buffalo know that is a huge advantage for the Bills Mafia. So eight and a half points favorites. Vegas can't be, oh, and the game's in Vegas or the Raiders play in Vegas, but I'm referring to the Vegas odds makers. Mm. Eight and a half. That would be a... Pretty difficult game to overcome. Give me the Bills in our first disagreement. Great. Seahawks versus Lions. Lions had the game of the year on their first game, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, um, I don't love the Seahawks. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. And Detroit deserves some more love, considering how literally how many years of pain they went through. So I'm going to take the Lions. I think also they lost against the Rams, like I said. I think everyone, because the Lions beat the Chiefs, everyone is now saying the Lions are really good. So maybe this is just the contrarian in me, and there certainly is one. (laughs) But I think the Seahawks win. Geno Smith looked awful last weekend, but he was the comeback player of the year last year. And the Lions are now doing really good. They beat Patrick Mahomes. So this just seems like one of those setup games where everyone is confident this is a Lions win. No doubt about it. Give me the Seahawks because everyone else said the Lions. I'm rolling my eyes at Dylan. Here's again another thing. A little bit playing into the negativity, but I have to be right in this scenario so I can earn the tally and the glory. Uh But Geno Smith was the comeback player of the year for a reason. I understand. But you always have to regress to the mean, I think. I think that was an outlier year for him. Okay. Yeah. Um, And I think he can still be good. I don't think he's going to go back to pre, you know, comeback player of the year, Geno Smith. But I don't think he's going to be as good as he needs to be for the Seahawks to beat the Lions. I think you could even argue that the Lions need to regress to the mean too, and that they played their best game ever against the Kansas City Chiefs, and now they're coming in tall and mighty, and Dan Campbell's ready to bite some kneecaps off. And if you haven't seen that phrase, he said I they have, will I have seen that. bite everyone's kneecaps off to get victories. Just Yeah, last episode. I don't know. We'll no, I think the Seahawks. team is rallying. Yeah. Next. The Ravens versus the Bengals. I'm taking the Bengals all the way. There's no way they go and flop like they did last weekend. Literally, that was the most disappointing thing ever. I was like, you're kidding. You're actually kidding. You just lost 24 to 3 or 3 to 24 to the Browns, yes. to the Deshaun Watson-led Browns, who I don't, you're not seeing my gestures right now, <laughs> but literally when I tell you my dislike of Deshaun Watson, it's just yeah, I mean, I, there's so many reasons why, but also because, like, as a Texan, like he was fine and then wasn't fine, and then it was just like, wasn't fine. <laughs> nice little like screwed over what happened there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I agree on this one. I'm just not a big Lamar Jackson. Like Lamar Jackson, I, and- I think Lamar Jackson gets way too much hate from Dylan, but Bengals all the way. Joe Burrow can't lose two in a row. Although yeah. I feel like we're saying that about Patrick Holmes too, which means well, we probably will. Yeah. Okay. Next we have Chargers versus Titans. Ugh. I love both of these teams. Oh, come on, Dylan. I think, and this is a pure entertainment standpoint, I believe the Chargers will win. That's who I was going to pick. Especially after they had such an exciting game versus the Dolphins. Where they lost. Yeah, I know. They looked really bad. Like, okay, here's where the I Dolphins fan so comes sad. in and says they looked really bad. Justin Herbert, I know everyone says, oh, he's better than Tua. I think Tua proved two of through the most yards out of any quarterback in the league. Okay, yeah, but he also had an interception. So, so I'll, I'll take an interception and a win. Most important stat <sighs> is the 1-0 and as opposed to the 0-1. Okay, well, Chargers are making the playoffs, so. 
right. Yeah, I'm taking Chargers. I'll take Chargers as well. But I do like the Titans. I like I said last episode. I think they're underrated, but I hope Charger uh, Titans won last week. So I'm gonna give. Oh no, they didn't. They lost to the Saints uh-huh. by one. Derek Carr, your guy. Oh my god, you're so right. <laughs> Wait, guys, I'm having an existential crisis. <laughs> Who am I gonna take? I'm gonna go with Chargers All next. Right. Packers versus Falcons. Let's go Packers. Packers are now our only Super Bowl (laughs) team remaining. Aaron Rodgers is gone. Jordan Love looked okay. Yeah. He said it was his his coming out party. And for some reason, the Falcons are favored. Is it a home? It is. So maybe. Yeah. I mean, and I think they think the Packers are just, just overplaying their luck. I think the Packers are now angry, knowing that they're not going to get their first round draft pick. So Jordan Love is just going to go out there and prove that he's the franchise quarterback yeah. and that A Rod guy was never a thing. They also beat A Rod. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you don't think A Rod is in baseball? Every time I think A Rod, I think A Rod from baseball. Forever. And even as a baseball guy, I always think of A Rod as baseball. But literally over the past week, where everyone's like, A Rod, get better. A Rod, feel better. No, like it's somehow Aaron Rodgers. You have to, you can't go Aaron. You can't go Rodgers. You have to go Aaron Rod. Like he is just the epitome of Aaron Rodgers. Mr. Ayahuasca. Um, but I'm gonna go with Packers, like I said. All right. Bears versus Bucks. Two blah teams. You guys already know my thoughts on Justin Fields and the Bears Bucks. <laughs> Except they lost so badly to the Packers last week that maybe I give them a pity win because the Bucks won. They did. Baker Mayfield, though, weird confidence. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah, out there that I see that. Like basically okay. chucked over a guy and said, get stronger. Yeah. Okay. And then we have the, the the matchup, the marquee matchup. I know you guys are waiting for this. Yeah. Colts versus Texans. Let's go, Texas. <laughs> I don't even know how to predict this one. This is two little rookie quarterbacks trying to do something. <laughs> the odds makers don't even know what to do. They're like, yeah. I guess Texans by one and a half. I can't believe they're favoring the Texans. This is this is might be a battle for who's gonna get the number one spot this year, except for that's gonna be the Jets with Zach Wilson. But these are two bad football teams. We these is the last okay. Zach Wilson is not a rookie quarterback, though. They have that above Colts and Texans. True. Although you could argue that you'd rather have a rookie and see what he's going to do than Zach Wilson, who we know is going to suck. <laughs> That's not suck true. You just said last episode that Aaron Rodgers might be turning Zach Wilson around. Yes, but he didn't get the opportunity to do it. No, but he's, he's still gone. in the locker room. He might convince Zach Wilson to go on a darkness retreat. I don't know. Okay, Texans. So you're going to go Colts. Colts. I'll go Colts for interest. Okay, and that is the last one o'clock game. So basically not a lot of fun games yeah. to watch, I guess. Chiefs, no, are Jaguars. you kidding? Houston and Texans versus Indianapolis Colts. That's what I want to be watching. Now. o'clock. 49ers, Rams. I love the Rams, but I don't love them enough to say that they're going to beat the 49ers. I'm also going to go with the Niners. They also beat the Steelers so badly last i literally cannot believe i picked kenny pickett <laughs> but i love kenny pickett but like brock purdy like he is if we're talking fun star if we're talking comeback player well not even comeback player just like emergence of a player yes. him agreed yeah Enough niners so. i will say the only interesting things that the rams have this year is if the rams continue to tank watch out for a matthew stafford trade but we'll get into that yeah we'll get into that later keep going giants Cardinals, Giants lost by like 40 points. Cardinals. <laughs> literally said, well, I was like, let's take the Cowboys. And then I was like, oh, like maybe I take the Giants. 
Yeah. My apologies for saying all the New York teams would win this weekend. Yeah. And guess what? They lost 0 to 40. <laughs> yeah. Daniel Jones didn't look good, but this is a good game for them to reset against one of the bad teams in the league. The Cardinals. Giants <laughs> the Giants can't be this bad. No, I know. I'm bad. like, well, you were also the one who said that they overplayed themselves last. last I didn't season. see 40 to nothing. Yeah. I mean, it's also just like the first game. There's always going to be like blowouts. I'm going to yeah. go with the Giants, unfortunately, right, even though that. I said Cardinals. Like, I love an underdog. Mm-hmm. Next up. Let's go. We have Jets versus Cowboys. And uh, is this a good time to talk about Aaron Rodgers? Or later? We need to give a whole segment. We'll give a segment to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Cowboys. This is the largest spread in the entire (laughs) week. Oh, no. The Jets are expected to lose by nine and a half. Wow. Zach Wilson sucks. Yeah. But you know who sucks even more? Dak Prescott. No. Me the Jets. No way. Not only are they going to cover you the nine. You said Jets are going to the Super Bowl. They're going to go to the Super Bowl with Zach Wilson. No, That's what you're saying going, now. We're, we're going to get to who they acquire as their quarterback in okay. the next segment. Oh, but... my God. He's going to bring up Tom Brady again. No. <laughs> but give me the Jets. <laughs> okay, great. Upsetting in Dallas, getting yeah. a victory. Zach Wilson's going to be solid, but the overall Jets team of Garrett Wilson's going to get a lot. Give me the Jets actually winning this week. Okay, great. Now we have the Dolphins versus the Patriots, and I'm going to go to the Patriots. <laughs> give me the dolphins two is the best quarterback in the league whoa most yards in the entire nfl respect on max name right now and bill belichuk i love how you skipped over one of the games yeah <laughs> i skipped over Commanders the Commanders Broncos. Broncos because i've already given too much love to the dc to the dc sports fan so where are you going with there? Because we do have to give a prediction. I'm going to go with the Broncos. Commanders. All right, I'll go with Broncos because Russell Wilson is looking really good, actually. Surprise. I know. I actually do want to go with – I do want to go Russell Wilson, but I'm just going to throw a, a curveball. All right, and shout out, by the way, the Dolphins-Patriots game is the Sunday night game. Are the Broncos going to lose again? I'm like, Yeah, okay, Wilson. <laughs> so now you're switching to Team Dylan here. Yeah. Look at that. All right, we're just getting that on record. That way, when the Commanders win, we can both go down as 0-1 on that match. Yeah, okay, but exactly. Dolphins Patriots, you just said, is Sunday night. And then, of course, you get to the Monday night game between Derek Carr and the New Orleans Saints facing off against Bryce Young and the Carolina Panthers. This is currently a three-point favorite for the New Orleans Saints. I thought Bryce Young started off great in the Panthers game. I agree. And then it went downhill. I agree. <laughs> Saints. <laughs> Saints as well. Yeah. So we do have a couple of disagreements, but yeah. a lot of agreements. Maybe we need to reevaluate. I know. This whole point Are Dylan and I even friends? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's two Monday Night games? Yeah. We also have the Browns versus the Steelers. And you guys know I'm going with the Steelers. I can't root for Deshaun Watson. As yeah. much as you also have to go with the as Steelers. As much as the Steelers stunk, I can't. No, Kenny Pickett root turns for the around. Rams. That yeah. hair, the flow, that gets him going. All right. I agree. Okay, great. Steelers, so Monday so now, night, not very interesting. Yeah, Saints I know. and Steelers. And that wraps up week two of the NFL. I know. I know you guys are looking for some hot takes. And I did almost take the commanders over the Broncos, but I just didn't have it in me today. Mm-hmm. But maybe next week we'll have some more Dylan Caroline rivalry. But I think what you guys have really been waiting for has been our Aaron Rodgers segment Uh-oh. because 
Guess who said this entire time? I first of all said Aaron Rodgers is literally an aging quarterback. I was like, there is injury history. There is injury proneness for him. I said, Jets, this is a horrible move. I said, no, this is not going to end well. And you know what? It could be an Achilles tear. Is it confirmed? It is. It's confirmed. He's out okay. for the season Achilles tear. and you know what dylan did make the prediction that the new york jets are going to the super bowl i did and there is a trade subline there is (laughs) but i think they might also just be like you know what we're just gonna get aaron Rodgers back next next season (laughs) quote aaron Rodgers. (laughs) no that's never a good sign the night is darkest before the dawn oh you're playing up the instagram and i shall rise yet again Aaron Rodgers basically just compared himself to Jesus, as far as I'm concerned. So he didn't really went through something in that darkness retreat. Like, I want to know, how much light do you have in a darkness So retreat? he did an interview recently with Pat McAfee about the darkness retreat. And apparently there is literally no light. There's no windows. There's no doors. There's no anything like that. He just gets a tiny little hole that they slid him food through. And there's one light bulb, and you're allowed to turn it on at any given point. He chose for his entire four-day stay. He did not turn on the light once. So that's Aaron Rodgers. And now he will have time. He's confirmed to be getting the Achilles tendon surgery. He's likely to be out for 10-ish months, which will hopefully get him ready for the next season. He did confirm as well that in his quote that he'll rise again, that he will indeed be playing. But this means we've now reached a season where the Jets were Super Bowl favorites and my Super Bowl pick. And on week two, they're running out Zach Wilson. Nothing against Zach Wilson personally, although we've heard <laughs> stories about how he's not a great locker room guy. No. He's not And you good. think Aaron Rodgers is a good locker I do, because according to everyone there, he's been a great, calming presence, a leader. He has secret what handshakes. What do you do for Hard Knocks. Knocks now? Hard Knocks is over. So that is the one perk of this. Oh. Hard Knocks is only a preseason show. So no way. Hard Knocks ended with them getting ready for week one. And I will say, if you haven't seen the video yet of Aaron Rodgers. Um, what an end. Yes. <laughs> Guys, I would just like to just say, Zach Wilson, he was quoted saying, I have a lot of confidence in myself. Good. Glad he does, because no <laughs> one else does. Which is apparent by the fact that literally every quarterback imaginable has received a phone call from the New York Jets saying, hey, <laughs> want to play for us? And I literally was like, you know what? Maybe it's... apparently Colin Kaepernick reached out, and that's not really a thing. But yes. they've been reaching out to literally retired quarterbacks, not thinking about Tom Brady, but like, who is it, Joe Flacco? Joe Flacco has received a call. Ben Roethlisberger has oh, received a call. Chad Henney has received a phone yeah. call. Everyone imaginable, Jameis Winston has received a phone call that you'd think could be an option. Apparently is Nick Foles, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan. Everyone has received a phone call from the New York Jets. But I don't know if they're lying or not. Coach Sala said that this is Zach Wilson. You should team. go with, just throw Colin Kaepernick out there. No, <laughs> he hasn't played in seven years. Everyone doesn't know it's been that long. Yeah. That's crazy. I think you should still just throw him out there. Okay, Colin Kaepernick exists. Please don't, (laughs) Jets. Please. Um, You never know. But Coach Sala said this is Zach Wilson's team, which is interesting because I How is this team? Okay, apparently, like, he has a locker room behind him. Like, Mm -hmm. he, I think his quote was, he said, Wilson doesn't have to worry about his winning the trust of players mm-hmm. who may have lost over the course of last season because he can just go out there and play football. Yes. And which will take care of any issues, which is valid. But, like, not when you're literally just – no one in the locker room likes you. Like, yeah, okay, winning fixes things. But, like, you're not going to win all your next game, Zach Wilson. 
I think the expectation of a Jets fan needs to be tempered a little bit and that you're no longer Super Says Bowl you favorite. who had the high well, You're no longer a Super Bowl massive cont- competitor. But <laughs> I still think this team can make the playoffs with Zach Wilson as their quarterback. Okay. Let him sneak in as a wild card. Zach will get like the next three to four weeks to prove himself starting here in Dallas. And as we just mentioned, I just picked the Cowboys. If he's bad, then you go trade for Matthew Stafford. Yeah. I would also explore. Yeah. Hot take. If the Minnesota Vikings continue to stumble and Kirk Cousins is currently oh, in a walk here, wow. you get Kirk Cousins to New York and he's the starting quarterback. I feel like you could drag Matthew Stafford away from the Rams. You probably could. Easy. But there's one guy that nobody's talking about. A Tom that, Brady. No, I. As much as I'd love for that to be the case, I will admit Tom Brady and another great moment that happened this weekend officially retired with the New England Patriots. He's yeah. the first keeper of the ring and he like rung the bell or keeper of the yeah. lighthouse, something yeah. like that, yeah. and getting his jersey retired. And then... Tua became the, the quarterback of the Jets. I might become a Jets fan. <laughs> but there's a name out there that I'm not even sure you've heard of this name because it's a very obscure football I reference. And it's it. Blake Bortles. No. Who used to be a quarterback in the NFL, has retired two years ago. That's but a bad sign. he made a conference finals with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And his offensive coordinator that season was oh, other than no. Nathaniel, Nathaniel Hackett. Hackett. And Nathaniel He's Hackett. reaching out to literally every single person he knows. So, like, I'm not shocked. But the only guy that, apparently, Blake Bortles has not received a phone call yet. He's really? one of the few guys that... I thought you had insider information. No, really. I've got nothing here. I've just got a little... This is speculation and a little bit putting. Maybe they're well. I want to know their relationship. Maybe they didn't get along very well. well they made a championship, so I feel like yeah. who cares about Zach Wilson? Probably doesn't agree. Maybe they didn't have a championship. They made a champion, a conference final. Yeah, but, that's not the which same. is a lot more than <laughs> Zach Wilson can say. But this team is good. Like they're a good football team. We saw Sars Gardner is good. We saw Randall Cobb is good. Alan Lazard is good. Garrett Wilson is good. Dalvin Cooks is good. But Reece do Hall they all deflate because Zach Wilson? It's they did Zach on, Wilson. They beat the Bills with I know, Zach Wilson. I know. And then partially, yes. That's why I think, yeah, harder. they could sneak in. into. But I also said I think the Bills are on the decline. So, but I do think they have, I'm not ruling them out for sneaking into a wild card. I think, you know what? As much hate as I've been giving Zach Wilson mm. and the Jets, I'm always a big believer in the underdog. And I think this is a rallying moment for the team. And you know what? I did say that about the Packers. <laughs> but now I'm using that analogy for the Jets. I'm saying this is a rallying moment enough to get them to sneak in into the playoffs. I don't think they make it that far. Maybe there's a Cinderella run where they beat like a big powerhouse in the first mm-hmm. in the first matchup, but then they they die. And I think Aaron Rodgers, although the surgery does not come out on the playing field, he's going to be around the building very often. And I know we just joked about, oh, Zach Wilson didn't get the training that he was supposed to get. And he was supposed to sit on the (laughs) sidelines and literally four plays into the season. They said, let's go, Zach. Yeah. I still think Rodgers' presence around the building, especially considering he doesn't have to worry about playing. He's literally there almost like a second head coach and that he can oversee everything. He'll be going through his physical therapy, but... Yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers' presence, which off the field might be a little weird, but <laughs> on the field and football knowledge, there isn't another person in football that has seen the game as much as Aaron Rodgers has. And yeah. even though they'd like it, the roles to be reversed and that Zach Wilson's on the sidelines, but learning from Aaron Rodgers, I think here you'll have Aaron Rodgers with the headphone in him, 
and he'll and Zach Wilson will still be learning from Aaron Rodgers. It's just you will be learning on the job now as opposed to Honestly, learning on the That's the way that happens. You got to learn by doing. And you know what? It can't get worse. Same oh, same analogy. The Jets. It can get a lot worse. With the Jets. <laughs> no, I'm saying it can't get worse for Zach Wilson. Oh, it can get worse for Zach Wilson. <laughs> okay, We've right. seen some of the games from last year from Zach Wilson got atrocious. No, but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying it can't get worse than last year from Zach Wilson. That's what I'm saying. Can it? I feel like we've said that phrase before and it does. Okay, well, you know what? We use this analogy with Russell Wilson and we said he's bouncing back. And I think I think Zach Wilson kind of likes the spotlight. Oh, he, he definitely does. Oh, yeah, yeah, he definitely does. He doesn't want to talk about what his like mom's friends. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. whole thing anymore. He wants it the focus to be on football. I think he definitely has some horrible games. Yeah. But I think he has some games where it's like, wow, like Zach Wilson just threw like I don't even know like 200 yards. I don't. I've never seen. I've never seen Zach Wilson do anything. But I was like, wow. <laughs> well, you just had a lot of praise for Aaron Rodgers, so I do. And it's gonna. In all honesty, though, even if you hate Aaron Rodgers, like I know you do, <laughs> it does still suck for the NFL. No, that one of the it star does. players. This was literally, as we said, Hard Knocks was based off the Jets. Yeah. The marquee signing this offseason was Aaron yeah. Rodgers going to go save They don't spot. hate Aaron Rodgers enough to wish an injury upon him, a okay. season-ending injury. I would never wish that upon anyone except for maybe Deshaun Watson. All right, that's fine, though. <laughs> that's, that's a perfectly valid statement. Exactly, thank you. But I would not wish that upon Aaron Rodgers, and I do think it's good for the game to have the publicity. And we were literally talking about this last season yeah. on Turf and Burn Season 1, where he's like become the man of New York. Yeah, he was the literal, the biggest storyline for sports, months arguably for months that's like all we talked about yeah and now to know literally in a span of four plays it's just okay and it's not even this is the type of injury in achilles tear that it's not even a, oh could he return for the super bowl he's done he it's not a career ending it's not so which means when we come back for our senior year aaron Rodgers comeback player of the year talks totally on but <laughs> no. technically the phrase Aaron Rodgers Aaron is... Rodgers any more of a platform. Yeah, but technically we never have to say the words Aaron Rodgers again for the next 10 months because it's literally a he's going to get surgery. It's an yeah. Achilles tear. People, yeah. if you saw the slow motion video, you could tell instantaneously it was that was definitely the injury and that the yep. Achilles tendon shoots up his yep. calf and all of a sudden it vibrated. Okay, and, do we need a, you know, a full description? No, I almost fainted when i saw that but um great but yeah he's gone but to quote aaron jesus rogers i shall rise <laughs> once again from the darkness and um yeah that is that's our aaron rogers take but final thing on that though your prediction who is the veteran they signed because even though they said zach will be the quarterback they're going to sign someone to be the backup quarterback so I can go first with Blake they... Bortles because I think wow. he's the only guy that has received a phone call, which means they're working on something behind the scenes. They don't even need to call him. That's, that's, that's so not true. That's <laughs> not how it works. But that's, <laughs> that's, how we, that's how it would work in Dylan's mind. Blake Bortles. I'm, I want to know who they can pry away from their team, but Nick I don't Holt. think. Carson Wentz. Yeah. Matt Ryan's in the broadcast booth. Yeah, literally. No, but I'm saying currently. Kid. Currently. It's the problem is it's really early in the year. It is. And it's no, too like, early. No quarterback has proven that they're terrible. Yes. Let me look at the I'm just gonna look at the list of quarterbacks. 
Philip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger. These are um, like we're just spitballing names. I guarantee. Yeah. After that happened Tuesday morning, you probably saw Salah and Hackett and their GM Joe Douglas literally probably doing the same thing, throwing names out there until the three of them said, "Oh yeah, let's give them a call." Which is a weird process to go through. Yeah, but... I wonder if what about like. Oh, you're cooking up a name right now. <laughs> Marcus Mariota. <laughs> No. Tim Boyle. No. Who's it gonna be? Well, I don't know. They all struggle. I was I was about to be like, what if they just trade for a guy that's a starting quarterback on a bad team? But then I was like, I looked at the commanders and I was like, they already tried went that route of <laughs> literally begging to find a, a quarterback before landing on Sam Powell. Carson Wentz. Mm, what if they get Desmond Ritter? Oh. Uh... <laughs> I don't think they do that because I think they dumped Mariota last year in exchange for like saying we're going to try out Ritter. So I doubt they're going to trade him yet. It's a weird situation of yeah. the bad teams don't. It's like too. It's too. It's too early. If yeah, this deal happened exactly. a week before the trade deadline, you oh start, go get Stafford. We're yeah, done. We're good. yeah. But yeah. the fact that it's week two. I don't like that's why the I hate the bad teams. Even the bad teams are like, we want to tr- see what we have in this guy. Yeah. Okay. It's gonna be a random free agent who's in his forties. Yeah. And it is. won't excite anyone unless Nick Foles <laughs> or Carson Wentz or they should just pull a coach off the bench at this point. Tim Boyle is on the practice squad right now. So that's the boring solution. Or you just pull him up from the yeah. and say that's our I don't like boring solutions. That's I, I think like the, Blake Bortles. Well, I think the exciting solution right now is just to let Zach Wilson play. Agreed. There's also a clip going out there. RG3, Robert Griffin III, who hasn't played in a solid couple oh, of years, no. said on ESPN that the Jets and other teams like that wouldn't sign him or other quote-unquote distractions like, I think he mentioned Colin Kaepernick, because we're distractions to the team and we take away attention from a star quarterback and you don't want attention on well, your thing, If you go and sign a, someone else, you're kind of just saying goodbye, Zach Wilson. Yeah, unless it's a step. Like, he was supposed to learn after Aaron Rodgers. It's different when it's Aaron Rodgers versus like you're just pulling a retired quarterback out of nowhere who hasn't played true. in several seasons. And you're like, I'm literally giving up on Zach Wilson so much so that I'm going to go through these measures. Like, unless they're like, I'm really done with Zach Wilson, which clearly I, they're not. Okay, yeah, Dylan is. <laughs> um, I just want to see the up and downs of his season. True. I hope but- he's featured on quarterback now. Ooh, although there is a rumor one quarterback is now confirmed to be on quarterback season two it's finally confirmed matthew stafford no way i didn't see on. that he did not deny it when they asked him about it which would make it interesting if he's traded mid-season that would we'll be how that goes that's but interesting yeah quarterback season two wow we'd love to see zach wilson on there we would we'd love to what would if aaron Rodgers was on it what would they do <laughs> i guess pivot to zach wilson or maybe that's just follow him on his rehab journey yeah yeah aaron Rodgers. last time could say it one last time say the name aaron Rodgers because we're gonna ban the name aaron Rodgers for the next (laughs) he's going into his darkness cave all right bye aaron Rodgers. get wealthy farewell we miss you get wealthy get wealthy get healthy (laughs) so he's already wealthy he's pretty well he's still collecting his 70 million dollar check exactly okay well now we got to go to our mlb coverage quickly yep because astros just dropped two horrible games to the A's. Yes. But you know what? I told Dylan this. 
the Astros have to be charitable and they have to be nice. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If you're going to lose games, you might as well lose them to the A's, who are clearly not in a fighting spot for anything. That is true. The only thing is the Astros kind of need every win they can get right now. That they are. Yep. A I'm game choosing up on not Texas. to think about that. They're a game I am choosing and a half not to think up about on that. Seattle, which means that nice little losing streak for the Astros could result in them falling out of the division spot. And the wild card is actually getting a lot closer than people think. The Mariners who are only a game and a half up on Guys, Mariners the Mariners are scaring me. Yes. I don't want to admit it, but they are scaring me. But the Mariners are only a game and a half behind Houston. And they're only a game up on Toronto for the last wild card spot, which means if math is, mapping, I think they're going they're going in before above the Blue Jays. I'm sorry, Blue Jays. Well, the Blue Jays right now aren't in a spot. Yeah, it's I know that's the math is mapping. The Astros are two and a half games out of not making a playoff spot. They're currently leading the AL West, Dylan. And they're a bad losing streak away from not being. Can in a I? Playoff yeah, but spot. that's how it is for every team, other than the Braves, who have already clinched a spot. Yes. Can I remind you about where the Mets are? Fourth place. <laughs> bottom of the league. Well, the to check on our little Mets thing about whether yeah. they finished in the bottom six yep. records. I yep. believe as of yesterday they were, which would save the Mets around two hundred million dollars and not lose a first round draft pick by 10 picks so keep tanking Mets. we're doing good we're doing what is asked of us right now and uh if i can now correct they're not nope they're seventh they're seventh right now okay actually no they're eighth because now the angels are behind them all right or in front and we're talking about so so the tank is on we're doing a solid job right now and just lose some games. We've got some tough competition. Yeah, you're right. We are now um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We're ninth right now, actually. Yeah. All right. Mets lose. We could use some. <laughs> yeah. Although, well, I think that's a great time to talk about a certain Mets GM's comments. Yes. Well, first off, the Mets did hire a new president of baseball operations, David Stearns, but that's not who we're talking about. We will no. shout out. David Stearns is now the highest paid executive oh. in Major League Baseball history because Why? Cohen has not learned that spending money doesn't equal wins. So he has decided to hire. Why can't you bring up someone up and coming? Like, I want to give roles to new guys and you don't even have to pay them that much. Well, that's why we see we see teams like, I don't know, the twins doing way better than the Mets because they're working with the limited payroll, but they're still finding talent somehow. Well, we do like that David Stearns was... Born in Manhattan, raised a Mets fan. Right, so he should be. He should take. A, should he take a hometown discount? No. <laughs> right. But we like the trajectory though of Manhattan Mets fan. Mm-hmm. Went to business school. Mm-hmm. Interned for the Mets during mm-hmm. his sophomore summer. Mm-hmm. Sounds kind of familiar. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. saying. Um, but no, that's not what we're going to talk about. We're instead going to talk about Buck Showalter saying that. The Mets won't be playing Brett Beatty against competitive teams because he respects the integrity of baseball as opposed to the um, playing out the string for the New York Mets. Because, you know, when you're a struggling team like the New York Mets are and like there's been teams in history, when you're out of it, you want to play the young guys. Just see what you have. See if if you're playing Brett Beatty every day. Is he the everyday third baseman? Play Francisco Alvarez and see if he's the everyday catcher. I'll show us that he won't. I think I told this there should be a reverse signing bonus where, okay, this was apparently against the rules. Apparently, <laughs> you should get a million dollars for every, 
for every strike, like if you're a hitter. <laughs> that borders on tampering them. Oh. Every or like if you're a pitcher, every ball you throw or every time you hit a player, just try and hit the hit the hitter and walk them. So Caroline's not making dollars. the baseball hall of fame. <laughs> you're now gonna be banned from professional sports. Yeah. Whoa, no one said I was jumping on the on the on the field. There's definitely like a camera in here that's recording us. So they now know that you're gonna try to tamper with professional sports. But I never confirmed it. I just said I just said there should be a reverse signing bonus where the Mets incentivize the team to just play badly. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> For a multitude of reasons, I can't say yeah and agree with that one. And next thing you know, Buck Walter is fired, replaced with <laughs> new exec Caroline Kwong from Turpin Bird. Dylan would have a heart attack. He'd Bro, be like, Katie's hitting lead off every day. He texts me, guess who's hitting first? <laughs> I'm not even a Brett Beatty fan, but this entire season has just, I, I guess I kind of now have a, a a little bit of love for him in my heart. It's and he's in- from Texas, so I have to. The majority of our listeners probably don't even know who Brett Beatty is. We just <laughs> no. talk to him like he's a, a regular player. Yeah. Well, that was all for the, today's or this week's episode of Turf and Burn. We'll be back next week. Um, And we'll be back in terms of in this Dylan-Caroline rivalry, if he's right. I would like to say that there were a couple that I was very, very correct on from last week. Thank you. I say so. And we'll be seeing the 2-0 New York Jets the next time we're recording, led by... Zach Wilson and his new backup quarterback, Blake Bortles. I think it honestly pains you to say that more than it pains me to hear that. What? Starting quarterback, Zach Wilson? <laughs> yeah. Blake Bortles is coming and Aaron Rodgers oh, in his walking God. boot will lead them to the promised land. <laughs> right. Now we're getting all Aaron Rodgers biblical. But <laughs> until the next time, for Dylan and Caroline, the turf is burned.